Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. It is my heart to help you all overcome the real life challenges that you're facing, but in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host and life coach, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Last week, we started to answer Anna's question about how do we look to God in the hard times. If you have not yet listened to last week's episode, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to it after this week's. As I shared last week, it probably doesn't come as a surprise that we're living in some pretty dark times. We have the war in Israel that just broke out. People are more confused than ever by what is right and wrong. Outside of a college the other day, there were protesters that were advocating murder. I wish I could tell you that this world is going to get better, but unfortunately, it's not. The Bible talks about this in Isaiah 60, verses 1 through 3. It says, Arise, Jerusalem, let your light shine for all to see, for the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. Darkness as black as night covers all the nations of the earth. And this is what we're seeing today, that darkness. But the glory of the Lord rises and appears over you. All the nations will come to your light. Mighty kings will come to see your radiance. When it talks about darkness covering the nations, it's talking about darkness that you can literally feel, not physically, but spiritually. Like you can walk in a room and you can just feel that darkness. However, just as this verse also says, even in the dark times, even in the hard times, we have hope and we need to shine that hope and share that hope with those around us. People want God. They just don't realize that it's God that they want. So how do we stand strong during this time? How do we, like Anna asked, keep looking to God even in the hard times? Last week, we began talking about the armor of God, and we started digging into the first piece, the belt of truth. But before we get into that, let's go back and read Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 20. It says, Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armors so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor, so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. 
And then Paul goes on to say, pray for me too. Ask God to give me the right words so I can boldly explain God's mysterious plan that the good news is for the Jews and the Gentiles alike. I am in chains now, still preaching this message as God's ambassador. So pray that I will keep on speaking boldly for him as I should. All right, so we have to put on the whole armor of God to stand strong against the enemy, especially in these dark times. This is the key to keep looking to God even in the hard times. But what does that actually mean, put on the armor of God? I sure don't carry around a Roman's armor with me everywhere I go. When I wake up, I don't put on my belt and my breastplate and my sandals and my helmet and my shield and my sword. So how do we put on the armor of God? As I said last week, we began talking about the belt of truth, which is the first piece of armor that we put on and the most important piece of armor. The belt of truth is the Bible. That's the word of God. And it's so important for us to get into the Bible now during the good times so that we're prepared for when the enemy tries to arise. Getting into the Bible daily helps us to become free in every area of our life because it's the truth that we know, according to John 8, 32, that makes us free. So putting on the armor of God starts with the belt of truth, getting into the word of God daily. Again, this is the most important piece of armor we have. If we don't have this piece of armor, all of the other pieces of armor will fall away and we won't be able to have any pieces of armor. The belt of truth is what holds all the other pieces of armor in place. And you'll see this as we go through them. So the next piece of armor that we need to put on, we can find in verse 14 of Ephesians chapter six, it says, stand your ground putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. So the body armor of God's righteousness is also known as the breastplate of righteousness. When we see a Roman soldier's breastplate, we see that it covers the front side of their body from their neck all the way to their waist. This breastplate covers every major organ in their body and actually does two things. I'll talk about the other one in just a second, but it covers the core of everything on the inside of them. And in the same way, the breastplate of righteousness covers the core of everything on the inside of you. This is talking about knowing your true identity. This is the second thing that that breastplate does. When you know your true identity, who it is that God says that you are, it will blind the enemy. One thing that's really cool about these breastplates was that they had like scale-like features. And every time they moved, it would clean the breastplate. It would make it really shiny. And so when the sun came out... The sun would reflect off of the Roman soldier's armor and blind the enemy. And the same thing is true. When you know your true identity, it not only helps you, but it also fights the enemy. When you make Jesus the Lord of your life, you gain his identity. You are no longer who this world tries to tell you that you are. So who is it that God says that you are? Ecclesiastes 3.11 says that you're beautiful. Ephesians 1, 4 says that God so loves you and he chose you and he sees no wrong in you. Isaiah 43, verse 4, God says you're precious to him, honored by him and loved by him. Romans 8, 16, God says that you are his daughter. Luke 12, 24, God says that you are valuable. Psalm 139, 14, God says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, God says that when you gave your life to Jesus, he made you completely new. Nothing that you were before gets to come to who you are now. You are made a completely new person. Your past doesn't belong to you anymore. Deuteronomy 14.2, God says you are set apart and chosen to be his special treasure. Ephesians 2.10, God says you are his masterpiece and you were created for a purpose. There is a reason you're here, ladies. 
Praise God. When you know who it is that God says that you are, it doesn't matter what challenges come up because you know that God has your back and he's fighting your battles. And guess what? He wins every time. I encourage you to speak these verses over yourself. If you didn't get a chance to write all those verses down, no worries. I'm going to be sending out an email this Friday, October 27th, with all of these verses. If you are not yet on our email list, I encourage you head on over to uncommenting.com, scroll down the page until you see Don't Miss a Thing, and put your email address in there so that you can get on this email list and make sure that you get a copy of who it is that God says that you are. I'm also going to be giving out my week-long journal about identity and who it is that God says that you are. So you can print this off and spend time in God's Word as you go through your Bible study in the morning, digging deep into who it is that God says that you are. If you're listening to this after Friday, October 27th, 2023, go to uncommenting.com, click on that tab at the bottom right of the screen that says, let's chat, and put the word identity in there. I will be sure that you get those same resources as well. All right, so we put on the belt of truth, the word of God. We put on the breastplate of righteousness. Now we know our identity in Christ. And the only way we truly know our identity is by getting into the Bible. Next, we're going to look at verse 15, and it says, For shoes put on peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. Those words fully prepared means that you're not moving. You are firmly set in place on a solid foundation. The shoes that the Roman soldiers wear, listen to this, they had spikes on the bottom of them that were about one to three inches long, depending on where they were. Imagine digging those spikes into the ground. You're not moving. Your feet are set on that solid foundation, and that enemy is not going to be able to move you. So I want you to think about those crazy shoes and how they're associated with the word peace. I mean, to me, it kind of seems like opposites, right? We've got peace and we've got spikes that are like three inches long. But it's so amazing. We have two kinds of peace that God gives us. Peace that protects you and peace that keeps the enemy crushed under your feet. When you get into your Bible, not just to read it, but you really get to know it and you begin to speak God's word over yourself about who it is that he says that you are, you are immovable. You can have the peace of God that Philippians 4, 7 says passes all understanding. You don't even know why you have peace because your circumstances are crazy. But you know that God has your back and you know that the enemy is under your feet and he can't mess with you. Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon that's been formed by the enemy can prosper. Psalm 91, we talked about these things in last week's episode. The next piece of armor you need in order to keep looking to God, even in the hard times, is the shield of faith that stops all the fiery darts of the wicked one. This shield that the Roman soldiers carried in battle was so big and so wide, they literally called it a door because it looked like a door. We need the Holy Spirit and the word of God to grow in our faith daily. God has given you enough faith to completely cover and protect you in every area of your life. When you stand on faith and you know that God has your back and there's nothing moving you because you got those shoes dug into the ground, you're going to stand still until the enemy runs. But if you let your time in the Bible fall away, your faith is going to fall away too, leaving you unprotected. When this verse talks about how the shield of faith stops the di- When this verse talks about how the shield of faith stops the fiery darts of the wicked one, it's the same thing with our life. Satan shoots fiery darts into the weakest areas of our hearts and our minds. He tries to get us to worry and fear. He tries to get us to think that good things can't happen for us. We'll never see better times. It's always so bad. He makes us feel anxious and angry. His darts are meant to cause us to go out of control so that we are struggling emotionally all the time. Ladies, don't let him win. Hold that shield of faith high, stand strong on the word of God, and watch Satan run. 
Remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we got to get in the Bible. The next piece of armor is the helmet of salvation. Helmets cover our heads, right? The same thing is true for the helmet of salvation. Salvation is more than just getting saved. It includes safety, healing, protection of our mind, deliverance, peace. The helmet of salvation that we put on protects our soul, which is our mind, our will, or our choices, and our emotions. How we put this piece of armor on is by getting into the word of God. Just like I said, every single piece hinges on that belt of truth. But we can't just get into the word of God. We have to find out what the Bible says about our safety, healing, protection, deliverance, and peace. And then begin to renew our mind to what God says. You know, if we're looking at the circumstances around us and it's pretty crazy and it's like, oh, this is not going to get better. And that's what we're speaking. That's what we're going to keep seeing. But if you renew your mind, and you say, no, God has given me a peace that passes all understanding. It guards my heart and my mind. According to Philippians 4, 7, I thank you, Lord, that I have that peace in Jesus name. And you begin to speak what God says, not what it is that you see. If you're fighting sickness or anxiety, walk around and say, no you know what? I might be fighting some sickness right now. I might be fighting anxiety right now, but I'm fighting them because God's word says that I'm healed. It says that I have peace. And then begin to speak those verses of peace over your life. John 14, 27, Jesus tells us he has given us his peace. It's a peace that we can't even understand. It doesn't come from this world that's only temporary. It's a peace that lasts. And you have that peace because Jesus has given it to you. Ephesians 6.17 also tells us to take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Wait a minute. Didn't we just say that the belt of truth was the Word of God? So how can the belt and the sword both be the Word of God? The belt of truth is the physical Bible. It's the written Word of God. The sword of the Spirit is the spoken or revealed Word of God. When God reveals something to you. When you speak the Bible, it doesn't just stay in your head where it's like, yeah, I know. I've heard that a million times. Jesus loves me. I get it. When you speak the word of God, it gets in your heart. And now it's like, wow, Jesus really loves me. Like he really loves me. Like everything about me, he actually loves me. It blows your mind when you get a revelation of God's word. Then the last piece of armor that most people miss is the lance because it's not listed out in these verses as the lance. But It is listed here in verse 18 when it says, pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Ladies, your prayers are powerful. The lance for the Roman soldier was the only long distance battle weapon that they had. They could throw a spear from a long distance and it would hit the target. The same thing is true for your prayers. There is no distance to prayer. When God drops somebody in your heart, stop and pray for them because you don't know what they're fighting. You don't know what hard times that they're walking through. That really makes a huge impact in the lives of other people. You can actually use your armor to help others fight when they're walking through hard times too. So ladies, if you want to keep looking to God, even in the challenging times, this is where it starts. We had something just this week happened to us. And let me tell you, it was a challenge. However, my first response was to pray. It was to go to God. And his word tells us in Mark eleven twenty four that whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. So my first response was to pray to go to God and say, God, I know what your word says. And I know that I can stand on it as truth. And I know that you're faithful and you're going to come through. Your word does not ever return back to you void. And I will tell you what, Actually, while recording this episode, this thing that happened was made right. 
And it was pretty awesome to get to witness that. But God is so faithful and I can trust him. But it wasn't always like that. I remember a time before I really made it a habit to get into the Bible daily. Like I was just not very consistent. I would read it one day and then a couple of days go by. I'm like, oh, I haven't read my Bible. And then I would read it and a couple of days would go by. And then when I would read it, I wouldn't really understand it because I was trying to get through it as fast as I could. And I didn't really make it a habit to get into the Bible, to actually learn the Bible for myself. And in those moments when something bad would happen, I would freak out. My emotions would go. It was not a pretty sight. But praise God, little by little, day by day, making it a habit to get into the Word of God and learning one thing, just one thing, I began to grow in my walk with God. And as I began to speak the Word of God and soak in what it is that God said about me, I began to rest in His peace. I could stand firm in faith, speaking the Word of God, knowing it was true and that He is faithful. And because of that, He changed my life and He can do the same for you. You don't have to be perfect. If you miss a day, tell God you're sorry and start again. But start and try to make it a consistent habit to get into the Bible daily. And if you're really having a challenge, five minutes. Focus on just five minutes in the Word of God. And what I did when I first started out, I would read the Bible until I learned something. And I was like, okay, how can I apply this to my life? And then I would apply it to my life. And so I encourage you to do the same thing. And then as you begin to grow and learn, the more that you want to know and the more that you begin to read and the more time that you spend in the Word of God. But it's not about the time and it's not about the amount that you read. It's about you growing and you learning. And that will change your life, I'm telling you. So how do you keep looking to God in the hard times? Put the Word of God in you when you don't need it so it comes out when you do. When those challenging times come, because you got into the Word, because you began speaking it over your life, because you began renewing your mind to what God's Word said, because you're walking with peace, when those hard things come, that is the first thing that pops up. No, this is what God says. And it just becomes a beautiful, beautiful thing. All right, ladies, I hope that this episode helped you. Anna, I hope that this answered your question. All right, so now I want you to repeat after me and mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, one quick announcement before we head out. In the month of November, we're going to be doing something a little bit special that I'm really excited about because God is such a giver and he gives us so many amazing things. We want to give back to you. And so the month of November is the month of Thanksgiving. And so this is my way of saying thank you for being a part of the Uncommon Teen family. So in the month of November, we are opening back up our sore Friday night calls. This is a group call, so many of you guys can be on at the same time, but you can hop on these Friday night calls with your parents to learn more about the SOAR coaching community and if it's a good fit for you. All this information will go out in your emails closer to November, but be sure to get on that call on November 3rd so that you can be a part of the SOAR coaching community and see what this incredible community is all about. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know just how much God really does love you. Now, I want you to repeat after me, and I want you to mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see 
How incredible God made me. All right, ladies, so I have a question for you. What does your summer look like? What is one thing that you are going to do this summer that is going to change your life forever? What are you going to do this summer to help you make friends who love Jesus that will help you grow in your walk with God all while having a blast? If your answer is, well, (laughs) not really a whole lot. Well, I have something just for you that will help you do all of those things. Are you interested? What if you did something this summer that could change your life forever? Ladies, I want to invite you to join me for Uncommon Teen Live 2024 because you are going to do just that. You are going to meet your new besties. You're going to have a blast and grow in your walk with God. So grab your parents, head on over to UncommonTeen.com and grab your tickets today.